The following program is intended for mature audiences. Warmest aloha, sir. Holly, do you too? He's so Holly, he doesn't even know he's Holly. I'm tempted to say Menehune. Like Hawaiian leprechauns. <laughs> or chipmunks or something. What's wrong with that turtle? He has lung problems because he smoked too much turtle weed, which is bad for you, right, Ola? Hawaii has a big future. I, I, I want to become a part of it. I know every angel these islands. I'm like a good tourist guy. What we're about to say. And welcome to Living the Aloha Life, podcasting Pono on the 808. I'm the poor man. And I'm Dr. Aloha. And we're here today with Ryan Ching of Rise Poke Shack, located on the north shore of Kahuku at the Kahuku Sugar Mill, where many of the food trucks are. How you doing, Ryan? I'm always good, man. You're always good? Yes, How's sir. business today? 
business was crazy. I saw the line. It was nuts. Bro. That was crazy. Is that normal for like a Saturday? Well, the weekends are usually always busy, but this one was absolutely nuts, bro. It was, wow. It was that was crazy. crazy, dude. That was crazy. So we're going to get right into this show. First of all, you grew up in Hawaii. Correct. Ta- okay. Where did you grow up? Kaniwe. But then I went to school in town. Okay. Let's talk a little bit about that. Talk about a little bit of your history. Grew up in Kaniohe, mm-hmm. and then what happened? My parents worked in town, so that's yeah. that's the reason why I'd, I'd go to town all okay. the time. And I went to school in town. Our house stayed in Kaniohe. Right on. And then you went to school? Yeah, I did go to school. Okay. <laughs> Where at? Kalani. Okay. Floor. Right on, right on. Now, during your childhood, how much was food and family involved together? Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> can I you mean, answer that one? No, I can, yeah. Yeah, I mean, go for like, it. Like, like, meaning like... Uh, like, like, when you were a kid, when you were a childhood, like, when you yeah. look back at your memories of with your family, how much was food brought into that, into your memories? Like, how much was... Oh, well, I, I talk to everybody about food, especially yeah. nowadays. <laughs> right, right. But then my... F- I, I'm actually really fortunate in a, in a different sense. I, I was... I felt like... I tell everybody I, I was I grew up with a lot of canned food and stuff like that, and I, I wasn't as exposed to I think a lot of other um, foods that I eat today. Okay. But my my family's mindset was to try everything. Yeah. So when did they do do traditional dishes? No, not too much. Yeah. I had a lot of Amer- very Americanized dishes for okay. sure. Okay. All um, right. I had local dishes for sure too. Uh-huh. When I was growing up with on my grand with my grandfather, he would give me lots of. If you're talking about local dishes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was when. I would have like poke and all the stuff which yeah. I do today. All right. So it was, I had a good mix of everything, you know? Did you have an intro to like actually legit Hawaiian foods? I had, besides from my my grandfather making poo platters yeah, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then it would be no. No. Like, oh. Be no. Yeah, I grew up, I'm fifth generation here, but I feel like. Chinese. Chinese and Japanese. Chinese and yeah. Japanese. Okay. Chinese, Japanese. From yeah. The, like the sugar cane days, I think my, my ancestors were gone. Yeah. Oh, wow. yeah, right on. So Lao Lao and uh, Squid Luau and all that kind of stuff. When when was that introduced to you? Like probably you, yeah. As a local too, like must have been. I mean, I, I I've eaten it sparingly throughout my life. You know, like even with my parents. But it's just something that, I mean, growing up in Hawaii, I don't really like. Can't, I can't put a finger on it. Right, actually, to right. be honest. But then when it came important to my life, it must have been like when I moved out of my parents' house. Okay. Then you yeah. started eating a variety of more things. Oh, guarantee, yeah. Okay, yeah. right on. And N- yeah. when did Connie come into the picture? When I was 20. You're, okay. 20. You know, it's funny. We're going to talk about that, yeah. aren't you? Because that's not my question. This is a good one. Let's I want to know. Right, let's do yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so 20 years old. How did you run into Connie? Um, it was at uh, the bar. And then, uh, okay. and then MySpace. I don't tell everybody that. MySpace. Oh, no, I, really? I usually MySpace. have a much more like fanciful story, to be honest. <laughs> but then that's the truth. You know? So Tom helped you out, the guy who runs yeah, MySpace. Tom, Tom's <laughs> Tom. a good man. That's my. That'd be the best man at my wedding. Yeah, yeah. My <laughs> and you. So it's been. That's a long time then. How yeah. long? How long together? Oh shit! She didn't kill me. <laughs> 16, 16 years at. Because I'm thirty six now. I'm gonna okay. be thirty seven. All right. So I think around there. Yeah, that's a long time. But we yeah. just got married last year. No, no. We got married. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> recently, recently. Hey, I Connie, got, you got I know I got out. married on my birthday. <laughs> it must have been like when we... It was last year or the last... Before so that. it's more recent that you guys actually got married. We did everything backwards. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> we did everything backwards. Now, now, you didn't always run... He's like, he's like, when, when, when did I get married? <laughs> <laughs> 
Now you didn't you didn't always run the Poke Shack. No. So yeah. what did you and Connie do before the poke business? And before you do that, we're having a conversation downstairs. Right, right. All right, hold on one yeah, second. Yeah, yeah. We're yeah, going to have to hold on positive, here. Positive. No, that okay, we're back. Okay, Connie's here too, so now she can put some facts into this situation. Yes. Yeah. So married when? Oh, my God, she doesn't know either. <laughs> well, she said, yeah, she said last year. Okay, so last year. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, cool. So now you didn't always obviously do the poke shack, right? So... What did you and her do before the business? What were you guys doing? When Obviously, we were, it we wasn't. Twenty? No, before before poke. Also, before poke. What was going on? My my career. Well, if you're asking me, my career was yeah. in, um was in architecture. I was an architect. Are you contractor. kidding? Wow, that's you didn't tell me this. You're learning you more this? things about me. And did you I'm tell me this? More th- I'm a man of many hats too. <laughs> okay? I, I did not know. I that. did that, and I also uh, I was doing uh, well. I was in a manufacturing company doing that for sales and stuff. Really? But my background was architecture. And Man. then I did contracting because I want to build, actually. Wow. And I, so I learned how to do that. And so the shack that you see, actually, I built that, too. Really? Yeah. Congrats. You did, I didn't know. That was the I, last job I've ever had. Have you mentioned that anywhere? Because trust me, I've looked up shit on you. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> you know, you know, there's a lot of things I should celebrate. But yeah. then I, That's I, a celebration. It's like yeah. a tiny, tiny yeah. business home. Yeah. It's like a tiny home. It makes me even, like, what Connie would say, like, she, it, it mattered a lot to her because, like, that was the last thing I built, too. And How did then, you get it there? How did you get the shack where it's at? So we built it on my brother-in-law's farm. Okay. And then I literally, so I wasn't a, at that time, I really, we had no money at all. It was the pandemic. Right. So I was really trying to get this thing started as quick as I could. So I Before built Before you thing. even go any further. Yeah. If you guys are listening... Like, literally, you started this, like, was it a little before the pandemic or right about when the pandemic started? Um, it was during the pandemic. It was 2020. It's so wow. crazy. What timing. Yeah. Like, that's so nuts that that happened. But, I mean, when was the idea brewing in your head, like, I'm going to get out of this architecture oh, stuff and I'm going to, I, I got to do this poke thing? It was a long time. Like, it was oh, brewing, really? Brewing. You, yeah, it's been even brewing. while I was doing it, I, I, used to come, I used to come home and tell uh, Connie, I'll be like, you know, like, if I could be a waiter... So on top of that, I was a waiter and or I did restaurant stuff. Right on. For like, I was like a part time. This is my brother here. Yeah. I, I like, when you're saying that, I was like, oh, I got, I got plenty of stuff when you're talking to me, you know. But I, I, I mean, like, I was doing that for, a, I would say, since I was 17. Damn. Okay. I did, I did stuff, and I was always in the restaurant because I, I yeah. loved it. I loved yeah. serving people. You could tell I love serving people yeah, too. I want, I want to see definitely. people happy, and I love right. it when it comes from us. You know. Yeah. So yeah. it was something that was in me the whole time, but the pandemic was really the trigger. That was the trigger. That was the trigger. Point. Wow, yeah. like that is like that's that's kudos, man. Because during that time, that was so hard to do something like that. Right. Yeah. That's crazy. It's like you must have been sitting here going, oh, "I don't believe this is happening right now." <laughs> With the pandemic? Yeah. The pandemic helped us. I mean, it so gave it helped me that, you. But I mean, like, I was. So when when it was happening, I was always thinking of these things. I was always like drawing things down because I was an architect, and you know I'll just like write things down and stuff. So I felt like it really started happening when I started going out looking at landlords and okay. asking questions. Yeah, I always knew about that spot. Our our family is on that spot. I don't know if you know, but that sugarcane spot is our family too. Yeah, and what about the guys who do like that the the ice cream thing? The oh, ice no, cream no, thing not that has nothing to yeah. do with you. So it's just yeah. the sugarcane shack there, or whatever. Yeah, that's other Asians. <laughs> shame on you <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> oh man okay so what so what inspired you then to even do this so you've been thinking about it for a while so where did that inspiration come why wasn't, why poke well so I'm, I'm, a, I'm a realistic guy too and okay then like I, what i want to do so like 
I always like trying to look at things, even when I'm creating the menu, um, I'm like looking at things like the least amount of space we have, you know, I'm trying to incorporate, okay. we, we want a lot of variety. So when I was looking at a shack to do or with food, I know I'm not like a head chef or, or mm -hmm. a, a guy with exceptional like culinary skills. I never even had experience in that really, All right. aside from just doing working the restaurant. So I knew how to do poke. I don't have to cook during poke, but mm -hmm. I, I asked our family and friends and I was a person that took things to heart too. And they said, you know, like, there's gonna be doubters. Everyone's, you know, and people is gonna say things and it, it, during that time it will affect me. Yeah. So then I never wanted to do those things mm -hmm. because everyone says, everyone's gonna say it's not gonna work. And then I've been there. Bro. I wanted to do churros after, and then they shot that down too. The landlord shot that down, and then, uh, long story short, it became poke again. So when did you first learn even to make poke? Were you taught how to make poke, or did you just went with it until you got it right? Or oh that no, yeah. You felt I, I used to see my grandfather making sashimi and poke all the time. Okay, yes, but that was when we we're talking about you yeah know, the local when you're younger. He used to come back with like from Chinatown, um, a lot of like marlin poke, marlin okay. sashimi, right on. ahi, and he would give me, I remember all the time I would get like the blood, you know, the bloodline of the fish. I don't serve that at our shop, but I used to eat that. Uh -huh. And he would say to me, I remember, I remember a lot of things vividly. He would say that that's just the most, it's just stronger flavor. He said, <laughs> that's what he would tell me. It was stronger flavor. Well, he's yeah. right on that. <laughs> yeah, it's stronger flavor. And I would eat it and I would, I would love it, you know, so he would, like i used to eat the fish eyeballs i still do because he said that's just there's only two in the body so yeah. i mean when you, if you get one in the family dinner then, <laughs> and he even when i was little he's like it's gonna make your eyes stronger well, so it's, I, it's funny you say that because yeah. do you know the history of the poke because mm -hmm. the original like back the the polynesian culture they were using the scraps I did to make the that. poke. I'm learning something new every day yeah right? so because yeah. I, I had to do a little history too right yeah, yeah. so they started with what the, whatever was left over from the fish, they cut up, and that's what they started to use raw to eat, and that I was the poke. Not, I'm it learning. Okay, so today, it became what it is today in Hawaii, starting in the 70s. Interesting. That's when it became good pieces of meat of, of fish. They were like, "This is good. We got to use better we, pieces." Yeah, we got to use like better <laughs> pieces. But I was shocked to hear it was the scraps left over. There's that. That's the, that's yeah. another interesting topic. After doing poke for so long, and there was more. The original thing was, and I wasn't a poke master. Yeah. I was really trying to do this. This is be authentic. You know, I'm like, I was doing this to support my family and, mm -hmm. and follow my my passion, which is to serve. But then, I learned a lot of things, and I'm like, the poke that we have nowadays is not even. I wouldn't consider it authentic, you know, like because if you're looking at ancient Hawaiian poke, yeah, you know, it's, it was they never had shoyu and sesame oil and stuff. Those are what all, was it like a kui nut, yeah, something they, and some uh, other you know, things. Mona, in there. Yeah, and yeah, the Hawaiian yeah. salt. If you like do some research, it'll be uh, it'll be the Hawaiian ingredients, but they could find around the land, right, right. Stuff. But those, I, I I say nowadays in contemporary Hawaii, that's what Hawaii is about too, is in incorporating the local like, or our our diverse culture yeah. into poke. Yeah, and a big a big portion of that is the Asian community, which is, you know, like the Filipino, Japanese, Chinese community that came during plantation times. You got, mm -hmm. you know, so like those ingredients that came in, I think that influenced poke today. Right and now, when people think of poke, that's truly what it is. But it's really it's fascinating because of, you know, this yeah. Topic, yeah. Who makes better poke? You? Oh, my wife, guaranteed. <laughs> yeah, I was but, gonna say because she's a, she's the one I always see making it, my yeah. friend. Oh, no, hands down. <laughs> So I, I want everyone to know that my wife makes way better. Like she's faster, way more efficient. We have a really good working relationship. When, honestly, in a small business like that, 
when did you actually figure that out? Whose responsibilities became whose responsibilities back there? And then who did you decide to say, you know what, you're just better than making poke, and I'm better at doing this? Like, did, how did you Instantly. figure that out? Me, we, well, we were together for so long, so even in our okay. house, we just know. But she knew where I came in was I have creative ideas, and she knew that too. Always support me on all my ideas. So we would have doubters if we're going back to the same topic. But mm -hmm. my wife was always my supporter. So it always made me go through with my ideas and, you know, and then yeah. she would take what I have or the ideas and then she would actually revise them. And if yeah. she doesn't like it, I'll, I'll kind of go against her sometimes because I really mm -hmm. like the idea. <laughs> yeah. But eventually it, over like, I'll, like with like a poke special when I'm coming up with an idea, there's yeah. so much like things that we discarded, but I'll have it hovering my head. I'll be eating it and be like, honey, this is good. Yeah. She'd be like. It's, okay. it's, it's good <laughs> and then after like two or three weeks i'm like okay i'm not gonna do it honey she's like thank you <laughs> i can read i can read her and then yeah it's it's, a, it's true All it's right. a true story right on. Yeah. now what sets your poke apart do you go to other poke businesses and try their their, their stuff i mean how do yeah. you like what sets you apart from them i mean like for instance like for our for my business mm -hmm. i see what's going on out there right. i go check other people and see what's happening and what they're doing i think they're doing wrong right and how i can correct that and do it right how do you do you get out and do like a little adventure once in a while or i used to how do you determine yeah yeah but then now like nowadays it's really for fun like i like supporting this is this is not to support my my image or anything but yeah. I, I really i i take a lot of like my wife knows this so mm -hmm. I, I i just i love supporting other businesses right and on. i felt like it came back tenfolds for us um the more positivity we put out and the negativity that we, we took out of our lives it just spreaded like wildfire after that okay and something like with with poke i mean a lot of people make great poke not just our business my wife makes fantastic poke but i think it's okay or any food for that matter is preference if you like it you like it you know people get very like almost like violent online when it comes to their favorite poke place yeah <laughs> i see that like, yeah, i so see it weird. all the time but i'm like like for an example, my wife likes to make it fresh with me because that's the way I've I've always loved it. Well, you know, what's setting you apart then? Because you have a, I mean, you're only a few years. What is it? How many years in now? Almost three. Three yeah. years in, you got a damn line. Right. Yeah. You what guys are you? What, <laughs> what are you doing right? Well, he, like, what is going on? I'm going to jump in and yeah. he yeah. talked earlier about yeah. his passion to serve others. And I think that really shines through in his yeah. business, you know? He got that's you part of business, yeah. right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So that's got to be what it is. It's just like, uh, maybe it's just your smile, man. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Every time yeah. I see your smile, man, I'm like, I get excited myself. That's a so. true story in itself. <laughs> and, like, my, my wife once heard a guy say, uh, that he they never even wanted to buy poke from us, but then they, they loved or they were drawn to the fact that I was so happy up there. Yeah. But it, it is authentic. It's for some people it could be like a show, but I'm going to I'm going to say it, it's authentic. For 3 years I've been doing this. I tell people I want to kill over until I do this, but like it's cuz I it's also in me and I don't want to sit at home and do nothing too. Of course. But like not. I really enjoy this and I mean awesome just, man. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> that's maybe that's what's doing it. Yeah. Now what are some of your most popular poke dishes that you offer right now? Gilene, like the top three that is well you got you know. You know yeah. what you're selling out of. It's gonna be like limu poke for sure. Okay. So plenty Hawaiian style poke. Okay. You know, and then our firecracker special, which is um like a spicy male poke. And then the rest of it is gonna be it's really a mix of in this one, the third one could be a mix of our unique pokes like uh, we okay. have a cajun poke which is very unique it's not really done mm -hmm. i don't think 
any it's done anywhere okay cajun spice bar. and we have a lao style poke which is more like think of like thai chili peppers and things like that now rice over salad how many are getting rice how many are getting salad oh plenty of rice bro. plenty of rice like if you were to say like what 80 percent rice 20 percent salad i'd say 90 damn 90 percent yeah. wow 90%. that's good maybe more yeah, right on maybe more 95 percent rice wow but that's the way people see why don't you offer brown rice um be- well, <laughs> this is another topic people Jeez ask me this all the time like when, when we're talking we're uh talk- somebody yeah. really feel somebody well. wants to know <laughs> yeah no 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 like, i know i never knew wade loved brown rice but i could tell from this he wants brown rice he's also very health conscious yeah too. yeah so but that's that's fine like we can talk about my special later yeah yeah wade has his own special <laughs> but like yeah that's that's another topic too like we want to make poke like like while well, i was just saying like everyone wants to enjoy their poke their own yeah. way yeah and we're we're happy to do it you know but like the brown rice thing i would assume it's room right you just don't have the damn room well, so like, remember it's I was telling you about like I'm, I'm very like realistic in yeah, the space yeah. and stuff, but also like I, I I combined that with the fact that I I felt like I was watching a lot of Joe Rogan podcasts and okay. he said like brown rice isn't as healthy as 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 you think blah blah, blah. but I, I never ever I have to serve something I like. Tell me about brown rice. Well, he's from what I remember, he said <laughs> yeah. it was yeah. Maybe I got tricked. I should no. I don't know because I always thought it was. You gotta bring that up. Yeah, you gotta bring a Joe Joe Rogan yeah. podcast. Yeah. And, they, they, and there was other things that led into when I started. I, I guess I spent a lot of time on that reel. Some yeah. more brown rice things came out, <laughs> but then, but um, no. But it, was, it is true. So that came out a while ago that brown rice may have like more arsenic. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. Like, they, well, they they said this. They said the Asian population. Okay. They live oh, very well, long. They, they know it. They, they live very long. Right. Well, they're not eating brown rice. What kind of rice are they're they eating? They're not eating brown rice. Yeah. They're eating sticky rice. Brown rice? Br- white, it, sticky rice. Exactly. So, and, and, and what matches gun. poke better? The white rice. Yeah. yeah. But, and then, and, uh, <laughs> it's true. It's so true. That, and, like, I'm, and I'm coupling hey, it with... Hey, do you think I want salad with my poke? <laughs> but I like salad with poke. Yeah, but I, I don't like salad poke. So the, 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 the real question would be like, why why not sushi rice, you know, over white rice and stuff? But people have yeah. preferences. And yeah. I was just like, sushi rice is for sushi. You know, yeah. there's like, you. I, I like the vinegar, the stickiness of it with yeah. like nigiri. Yeah. And like when I'm eating it, it tastes great, you know, because I'm really just, I need the little vinegar of it. It just picks up the fish really nice. But when I have so much flavor going on already, it's kind of like this. If you have like a local moko, yeah. you're not going to serve the local moko with brown gravy. I just don't like it over fried rice and stuff. It's like flavor upon flavor that doesn't need to exist. The oh, brown gravy is I'm supposed to go over. So you don't it's like true. it with the fried rice? I don't like it, but I know some people do. Oh, I do. Yeah. <laughs> See, you're one of those people. I and like a preference. little Portuguese sausage in there. That's why I need to taste a little bit it's, of that Portuguese it's, The brown gravy, in my eyes, is supposed to... You're probably 100% right. Yeah. <laughs> you are. You are. I mean... I, but no, no yeah. I, I, I say we're all right here. It's really what you enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, when you go and, and if you even do want the fried rice, no more. You probably just like because the vegetables. They say no. They say no more though, <laughs> because it, they always make a certain amount of it in the morning, and once it's gone, it's gone. So it's white mm. rice after that. Oh, that's what they. That's what I, I don't. Seem ar- to be I don't ever ask for it. So. Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. Here's a good one. What is your process for sourcing high quality fish for your poke? Yeah, there's a grading. Where's system. it coming from? So I. Uh, Who do you trust? All the yeah. The, we we've had a lot of businesses that approached us, and then yeah. we've made relationships with but then i try to stay loyal to the guys that supported me over the course of our when our, our yeah. lowest and darkest times but um everyone gets their their fish locally from the auction in hawaii so. can you quickly go through the process you know how it i don't uh-huh. know how it works yeah from wherever from the ocean 
to your poke shack what is the process of that so there's two ways so the first one is if we're getting commercial fish the commercial fish fishermen go outside they they catch the fish okay pull it into the auction i'm just going to simplify things yeah mm -hmm. and then after that um we have a i guess it'll be like a fish distributor or slash fishmonger and they would cut up the loins and basically um, they have all the fish at hand. They'll ask me what grade do I want and how much. Mm -hmm. it's, it's pretty simple. They're okay. grabbing it from the auction and then I grab it and I'll cut it up. And if it's fishermen, it's a little bit more different because fishermen, they usually want to sell the whole fish. Okay. For one thing, I don't have the time to cut up whole fish anymore. All right. I was trying to do that, especially when fish prices jumped up tremendously for us. And also, I don't have that kind of establishment anymore. Like, yeah. I, I have a food truck, so I don't right. have the space. You don't have the like space. That. But then they just have to be willing to cut it open because I want to see what's inside of it really. Yeah, do you do that thing? Uh, a core? Yeah. No, that's usually at the auction. Oh, the auction. Core. Okay. But like, even even then, you you can, like, a fisherman have to know how to ice it. Yeah. And I, I've met, I'm not going to say all of them, but the ones I've, I've met, there's there's a few that can do it really well mm -hmm. and a few that can't. And there's a thing called adrenaline burn. And we've experienced it a few times and that was enough times for us to just, I feel like our business or any business needs consistency and quality. So I just stuck with the tried and true. It's more expensive, but then um, it's it's consistent for yeah. us. With the commercial. Okay, so how do you determine the pricing of your product as in this inflationary age? Because... I, I assume that the fish prices is changing on a weekly basis. It does. It does. I so mean, have you ever, like, have you two ever said, holy shit, and you're, you're going to have to take a loss this week? Has that ever happened to you? No. But okay, there so was, it's there always kind of stayed. Yeah, there was a time, like, where it went up so much yeah. where I was, I told everybody, like, literally, I'm only making money off of tips at this time, especially after, like, taxes and everything, too. Yeah. But, I mean, me and my wife has sold volume. We sell so much where, and I'm happy doing it, too. But I mean, our stuff isn't cheap. You gotta pay your bills, though. Yeah, we gotta pay our bills. <laughs> but our and then um, when when prices drop, if you notice, like our, our prices are pretty set. Yeah, it's so at I, somewhere between twenty and twenty three yeah, or four dollars somewhere in there. Our, our, so I'm always like, well, it's gonna it's if it goes back up, it goes back up. If it goes back down, but I, if I see it stagnant at like a certain area for so long, yeah, and I see a trend in market, and then that's when I start increasing prices. So over the course of like the two years, because of inflation happening, it took me a long time to want to keep on adjusting our prices. Me and my yeah. wife would fight on it. I'm like, it's yeah. too expensive for locals and stuff. And the locals would feel it too. But yeah. over the course of our existence, then you start realizing like, or I started realizing like, okay, people are going to adjust because not only our business is doing it, they're going to see it from all the other businesses. And then we had to adjust, which I think we did very, very well because we kept on talking. I mean, we have really good communication and good. we're kind of like a yin and yang. And yeah. Like the fisherman, when it's a personal fisherman, is it like a friend of a friend that you've been going to other than the commercial ones? Oh, there's plenty of guys that approach us, but we yeah. normally used our cousin. Okay. And he would he'll provide us fish. Okay. I, like it's consistent, you know, so when he does offer it. Now, what are some of the biggest challenges you've faced since the start of the business? Oh. Like any issues or problems, but then you were able to solve them or maybe some that you're still dealing with. Oh, there's plenty. But then they're like, they're beautiful because I'm like, <laughs> yeah, uh, maybe I man, just- Man, you're I, a better man than I, me. <laughs> I, love, I love what I, like I tell everybody, like there's problems every day, you know, but like I not what you. you might think, but yeah. there's like things that just come up that's when, true yeah, no, and i love just, your positivity yeah, yeah. It, then it's, they're positive. gonna come up things are always gonna come up like not just with our business but like we're just talking about our business i mean 
just like fish prices you're just talking about fish yeah prices, you know yeah. that's just if you're just talking about that then you know then there's times when we're slow you know i'm like how do i overcome this there's we're not always yeah. busy there's like people only see the business that's like another topic in itself with like i was always telling my wife like people would only see like the greatest things like like instagram you only want to see like the magical things but there's so much like sad times you know yeah. that aren't glorified and there's a there's enough of that for us too but i was always even even that nowadays it doesn't bother me i'm huge i think i'm just at an all-time high for this, this whole course of all these years that's great so, i mean you've had never, never had anything like the fridge going on you or something going wrong inside oh there our fridge yeah something like something where like our oh my ACs. god we're gonna lose all Ooh, this that, fish that, so just yesterday yeah. our, our ac went out oh my god so, <laughs> and that little yeah. thing so oh, i mean no. but like it's like most guys they're like oh my god but like i was like just like you i'm like a man of many hats so i'm like <laughs> i'm just gonna do something about it and it's like you just take care of it you know yeah. but that's a problem that occurs and yeah you just do it and then see he's God. not even phased by challenges <laughs> i love it i love your attitude do you think, do you, do you think how do you think i deal with difficult times it depends I, on the difficulty <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a, there is no, a level. sometimes weed's yeah. like really amazing you can just fix whatever but there's other times where it becomes a huge catastrophe yeah it's like i'll be like why is god punishing me <laughs> yeah, i didn't do exactly. anything if, i didn't do anything <laughs> if connie had a, a, a mic she would tell she would tell you guys that over this existence of our business because i was um i was a handyman too at one point yeah that i was always fixing everything and now she says i just hire everybody but it's more <laughs> like a time management thing like if i can do it like the ac thing i'm gonna do it plus it's in north shore nobody wants to go there but if it's <laughs> yeah. that things at, at at home and stuff that i need because i'm always out and about there's not a second in the day that i'm not doing something jack of all trades yeah I'm, I'm i was literally on the computer yeah. this morning working on a sign to bring in more business you know to show that we're featured on the netflix thing and yeah. stuff I, oh. I never did that for over a year yeah since we've been on it can you talk about that real that quick so everybody knows about the netflix thing yeah what's going on there our first year in business we were uh we had we were very fortunate we were um we got featured on netflix but that was also because we got was it second month i think we just kind of blew up online yeah i started contacting people that was my business strategy was to just open up and contact people online say hey why don't you come to our place and then foodies would come down and i guess we had the right foodies that came down because they were a part of a circle that i guess was with netflix yeah i'm thinking this oh. um, that this is what maybe happened oh. but netflix found out about it and I, I'm sure Netflix had a list of, of businesses to go to to uh, yeah. see their. They have a criteria of what's going to fit their episode, and then we we're just fortunate to have been um, chosen on something on that that kind of international platform. Wow, is so, huge. I'm sorry, that what, is a blessing. Yeah, but what was it on Netflix exactly? Was it a particular show? Yeah, or was it? Street you know, foods. Street foods. You there watched we go. it. Right? I've watched Street. Yeah, uh, I've, yeah, no, I've yeah. watched yeah, you yeah. in it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know if I've Just, seen it, so I need to go yeah, check yeah. it out. His, I think it's isn't your segment on like on YouTube. Uh, I have no. I don't. Yeah, no, I, I think don't it's know. like but it's somewhere on YouTube. It was too, but you can go on Netflix. It was like three minutes, but that three yeah, minutes yeah. was bigger than. It did a lot for you. We did like ten. We can do ten minutes on like a local media outlet, but it would never have that kind of impact as it did, especially to the mainland. It was everywhere. Like yeah. we've, we've seen around uh, the world probably. We've seen an Iron Chef come to our place. We've That's seen incredible. celebrities come to our place. Yeah. And then me and my wife are just average. We just like this. We were like, you know, like we never ever knew that this could happen to us. Yeah. That's so cool. That I have is a awesome. really random question, but yeah. what do you think the ratio is of tourists to locals who come to your shack? 
Oh, so that depends on the the. So the weekend, it's a lot of locals. Yeah, a lot that's of, really the cool. Weekend. Yeah, and then the the tourists usually stay the same in my eyes. Yeah, but like, you I'll can use you can tell. Yeah, it's, but the the week the weekdays I would get like half and half. I'd say fifty fifty. Yeah, but then that's pretty good. Yeah, but it, but before when we first started, it was like. 95% locals and then yeah. we never had that much business for the first two months yeah but I, I'll tell you we're or at least I'm speaking for myself I was more happier doing this even even though we we're probably scraping by you know yeah my, I don't think my wife was worried we're, I don't know yeah but, um, you worried <laughs> <laughs> no she she would she would tell she would tell me if it was wor- she was worried she was, yeah. she would, we, we have good communication but I think I was always telling her how unhappy I was with my current work or I don't know. I was maybe stressed out because I I love designing and architecture and, and being able to create things. You That's still do that on the side as like a little hobby. I did that for a while while we're doing it, but then our our poke place took off. And then yeah. before we used to just have one person there. Yeah. But then after a second, don't month, stop giving that up. Cause see over there yeah. on the wall, you uh-huh. see what I do. Yeah. What do you do? You can look over there. You see the wall. I all the drawings, all the drawings. Oh, you're an artist too. Yeah. <laughs> Another hat. I told you we jot, we jot yeah. really well. You're, you're, uh, you you want to yeah. keep those? I, that's what I went to. Actually, that's what I went to school for. Guess so, what I want to do yeah. before Poke, really? What? She can she can tell you this is the truth. I actually <laughs> want to do a tour business. Are you kidding? Wow. I'm not even kidding. Yeah, you can come work for me anytime. I couldn't because uh, I. I, I had a terrible driving record because oh jeez I, I really kinds, I can't yeah, believe it I had a motorcycle incidents and all oh, kinds of, I was geez. speeding everywhere I was just reckless really and then um, I wouldn't I would my my rap sheet for that was like it looked like a bible does so. it still look that bad is, is, dri- is he a better driver now <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> she's yeah. nodding yes no, yeah I was, I was reckless I, was, I was never had license no never had insurance on a motorcycle going 95 on a 50 you crazy oh, man SR what is it SR I don't know I had those SR22 yeah and uh, I can't. You're I can't lucky you didn't get yourself in the hospital. But I've, I, I, I felt like I really, because I like, I like to talk to people. And yeah. I, I, I yeah. love people, and being around that was a, it was an energy force. Well, that's for good me. for two bit. That's good either for the tour biz or for what you got, what yeah, you're doing right that's now. Why I love doing this. So that's the, a, yeah. my favorite part of architecture was just talking to clients. And yeah. Then I'd sit in a cubicle, and I love drawing and stuff. But when you look around in a firm and stuff, if yeah. I'll just think like, is this going to be my life for thirty years? And I'll tell my wife that too. And that's what I I was in a cubicle, uh-huh. looking out to the ocean. You wore a saying, cubicle hat too. I was saying, <laughs> why am I in this cubicle doing this? See, I can't do this. I was only in the cubicle for three years, <laughs> and that was enough. I I lived in Waikiki, uh-huh. uh huh, at the Ilikai. Okay, that's where I actually lived. And then I just took the I took a scooter or the or the bus to work. Right. And for three years, I sat out. And I said, I can't, I can't do this anymore. So I started this on the side, the business. There's a lot in common yeah. that you yeah. may have, you know, with, with it's all so these crazy. things. Yeah. yeah. No yeah. wonder you two get along. <laughs> you know, I, I would like to say that there's many guys like us too, where you're just thinking yeah. all these things. But I mean, thank God for the pandemic because I was, I felt like I was always, uh, I was always more scared and taking chances. It was my upbringing, I feel, which yeah. my, I have really wonderful parents. Yeah. But um, I was just more, uh, what is that word? Uh, conservative. Conservative, yes. Yeah. Yeah. In that kind of household, which was nothing wrong with that. But I feel like that's the older mentality anyways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is. And yeah. what was it about the pandemic exactly that gave you the courage to actually initiate uh, this? Sh- was it just having the time, the lockdown? Yeah, stuff's getting, stuff's getting yeah. tough. Well, what it can't. Well, yeah. uh, well, you, you. So you, you quit your job, or how did that work? Like you just said, you know, I'm moving on. 
Is that yeah. what happened? Long story short, it was just I and well, I had a business partner. Okay, um, it was my good friend. We're still great friends. Yeah, and that's another good story too. Yeah, you know, um, um, Danny and Danny's actually uh he's he actually has one of the I, I feel like his company's so successful now. Yeah, so I feel like I was holding him back, but um he uh he ended up taking a, a, another business mm-hmm. and he well we're supposed to be business partners in this thing from yeah. from that was our plan. But then I, it, during this time, so much things were happening. I went, diverged off to this pokey thing. Okay. And then he continued doing. Um, Did he support you in this venture? Oh yeah. Well, okay. Dan, Danny's a great friend. He supported me during right this on. thing. So it was. It's. It's also a, a nice thing too, because I, I. I like dealing with people that were. We have open communication and we're very transparent. So I came to him one morning, and I told him. I'm not very happy. I'm not happy doing this, which is what I told my wife. My wife is accepting, and that's why we work right with on. Danny. He took that. As like you know, I was I was also I was just really stressed out, and he just was very supportive of it. Yeah, he really was. And then a lot of people that I've given criticism to, or you yeah. know, it's just like I, I, it just doesn't work out. I guess. But so he it really it, helped me out. So the business wise, is this something that you saw yourself doing on your own? Like when did when did Connie come into it? Was I, she always going to be a part of this business? She was always, yeah. So Connie, what did you do before? Like what did Connie do before? Um, was she just taking care of the kids? What was going on? Well, she was laid off for two years. Damn. Yeah. And, but she worked so that, that was a perfect opportunity, though. Yeah. You just go right into the business. Right. Yep. What, what hotel? <laughs> <laughs> she worked at... Uh, is it okay, honey? I, yeah. and, and business suites. Yeah, we, she mentioned this. Uh, um, we did a, we did a, uh, uh, news, a news... Yeah. Yeah, and then yeah. she mentioned it, and then... They were what like, happened? Was that okay? <laughs> they were like, you're just giving them rubs right now, you know? Like, <laughs> Yeah. Okay, don't give them rubs then. Forget yeah. it. No, but I, so the, the, I mean, like, I'm sure they're all clapping and laughing at it, you yeah. know, because it was yeah. true. It was real and authentic. And, yeah. you know, it happened. Stuff happened, and we all had to do stuff, you know? So. Yeah. So you just, you just did this. You just came together and said, we're going to do this business together. Yes. Yeah. That's the end of it. It's pretty cool. Yeah. All right. Okay, let's take a quick break, and we'll be back, and we'll get to the second half of this. All right. Hey, how's it? And welcome to the Aloha Life podcast. You're listening to us because we have great patrons who have joined our Patreon page and have become members of the podcast by supporting and donating to our show. Without our patrons like you, we wouldn't be on the air. So if you enjoy the podcast and want to hear more shows every week, please do take a moment to join us and become a patron of our podcast at patreon.com forward slash living the Aloha Life. And thank you so much for your support. All right, we are back. All right. You're on. All right, Guy, <laughs> what are some of the most important lessons that you've learned as a business owner? Mm. Oh, there's plenty. Yeah. The first one that just comes that to mind. That it ain't easy. <laughs> yeah, no. There's, there's, and you know what? The, I've, I've actually was fortunate. There was some BOI, you know, the college next to us. Yeah. They're uh, business students, even the business professor. Have you advertised over there for them? I've just talked to I like talking. What about Kahuku High there and everything? They don't need that. They know you're there. Yeah, but yeah. like in the beginning, there was ideas, but like I just started. You have doing to have thing. EM. Is, has EM showed up yet? No, you I gotta oh. get his ass over I there. Wish. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah. That would be yeah. really you cool. Know, I did message him online, but yeah. I, I he ne- he did not message me back. <laughs> okay, well, he's probably pretty busy. Yeah, you know, like when when I'm infatuated, where I like I, I love what people are doing. Yeah, it not only inspires me, but I want. I, would like to use our platform hopefully i can get them over here yeah utilize that so i, I want to meet them but if you know if they're ian's probably getting hit up a lot bro oh, oh i can't sure. imagine like, how much hit he's yeah. getting yeah. maybe he doesn't like poke too so i don't know you know but do you know if he likes poke maybe we'll, i think he does Ian's, I imagine ian's he listening does. Then, i mean please come down yeah 
proof, he's been, proof yet. He's been <laughs> busy doing all of his concerts at Turtle Day. <laughs> and yeah. now he's actually doing a full-blown album. So, yeah, he's probably busy right now. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. So how do you balance your personal and professional life as a business oh, owner? This is a good one. Is well, this for me or him? <laughs> no, right? no. For both of you. There yeah. you go. No, it's like, so, like, the example is this. Like, well, we actually just talked about this the other day, and I, I was telling them that it's... It, with the nine to five job, I was able to separate it much easier. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cause like after that job is done, I'll take some calls here and there and stuff. My wife would see me go to the garage and stuff. But for the most part, you know, that that's your job's done. Nowadays, it's like, it's, it's everywhere, but yeah. it's happily everywhere. You know, like we've learned to make it seamless. And if you're enjoying it, then, and yeah. you know, like, you know, like it's for an example, work. like, well, yeah. like they would, my, my kids would, or my wife and me were talking and I was always on my phone. I like, see Spider-Man over there once in a while, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, not anymore. Oh, uh, yeah, is yeah, it Doc Ock? Yeah. But, I mean, like, you, when it becomes a problem, like, doing too yeah. much work, then I, you just fix it. That's what we do as men. We, we fix things. So, right. it was, I was on social media too much. When, it's, when I come home, I normally just put the phone away. And then. So, you feel down. you have a good balance right now where, like, Connie's not saying, we're doing too much of this right now. I feel like we work eight week, eight days out of the week. I tell everybody. But oh my gosh! So you're working a lot. So uh, what do you no, do? No, I mean, I mean yeah. mentally, that's what mentally, he's, yeah. No, I, I, and I hear him. I hear you I too. I get it. What yeah. do you do to de-stress? Then, what do you guys do? Like, do you have a hobby or something that you love? Do you get away once in a while? Yeah. Like, do you go on a, like a little weekend getaway or? So we're going on vacation in October, but I think right. the main point is we tell each other every single day, every day. Yeah. We've never been more happier in our lives. Every day. Okay. Excellent every day that's so it's like amazing. you know that is awesome. and that's a true story so i'm like i don't know what's there to change like people ask about expansion for our business just because we're getting some you that's know. a question yeah, that's coming up is that coming <laughs> up right yeah, now it, uh, soon soon okay <laughs> going all right hold yeah. that, hold <laughs> yeah, that okay, I'm all, yeah, but it's been it's been out there already yeah yeah <laughs> all right what we got um what are some of your long-term goals for the business that could be like the expansion thing right okay. that's what i'm saying yeah yeah, yeah. well I, I have thoughts and then and we talked like, about this yeah. too and but the, yeah. as of right now it's like day by day we're enjoying life and then you know like the way we structured the business too it's kind of like a double-edged sword but at the same time that's kind of what got us um i feel like we're successful and that people are coming because it's also the story mom and pop is is, is running the, the thing you know there's a lot of things contributing to us being able to live a, a nice life and it's i don't know yeah. i don't if i expand and i can't do that you know but yeah. there's other business ideas I'm i mean thinking. for me i'm I'm so into the business Mm -hmm. that if I was to let somebody do too much, Mm -hmm. then I'm going to be micromanaging them. And I would hate to do that. Yeah. But I think I am. I a micromanager? You like to be in control. That's the thing. I don't know if I would call it micromanaging. So could you two just walk away from the business and let two kids run it? Like, would you not be thinking what's happening today? Oh, no. What's going on? I think we love this thing so much that we just wouldn't want that. Right. Yeah, that's kind of the way. I yeah, that's how you are. Yeah, I mean, like and that. I get it. The business, it. it's your baby. You built it from yeah, nothing, you yeah, know? I yeah. get it. All right, so what got you started in introducing other local small business products at the Poke Shack? Oh, I, well, so the, what we what first got us started was a guy named Shane, which is a, a good customer. He came down and then um, he gave us some chili pepper water. Ooh. And uh, he used to have it and his brother made it and it was just like a gift. And yeah. it was uh, flavored, which I've never had oh. my whole life. 
You gave me like the Lily Koi one or something? Yeah. Like, oh my God. But that's so the story. Good. Did I ever tell you the story, Wade? No? No, you never but said the story. I yeah. tried the products. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the, that's the, the story. He came down. I was like, dude, I have to get your, we have to sell your thing. You were, have you ever thought about selling it? You know? Do you and use I, that product at all on the poke? No. Okay. No, so it's yeah, so, I, okay. I consider chili pepper one to be more like a condiment. Okay. But gotcha. I want to support his product. And there's yeah. other products that we do to incorporate that into poke. Yeah. But and the then one time you gave me the um, the gummy bears thing. You shared it. Like, yeah, I shared it with her. And they were good. like, oh, I got it at Ryan's Shack, they, you know? Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Were they gushers? What were they? I don't. What I were forget. those things? Noms. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, yes, yeah. that's yeah. right. They got yes. big pretty fast. They got yeah, big yeah, quick. I actually see them in um, some grocery stores and stuff now. I see them everywhere. Yeah, yeah they're ev- even in the movie theaters too. Yeah, but cool. you have like, you know, you have a couple of fridges out front of the Poke Shack, and then you have like. I mean, I see it's like, isn't it like three or four or five items that you're selling there? Or is it just a, a bunch of one or two items? It's uh, the chili pepper. I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to stock it up all the time, but yeah. it's, it's always going like today got completely wiped out, right? Everybody's. Um, the, the perishable yeah. items would go up fast. Like the chili pepper water can stay, but I'm always replenishing those. Yeah. But when we're talking about expansion, one of the main reasons for expansion would be to provide a bigger fridge yeah. for that. I just don't have the real estate for it right now. Yeah. And that was really when we're talking about like, a new thing it would be because we want more space really now how does that work how does that fridge work because what i mean by that mm-hmm. is you like these products and you're bringing them into your business yeah is this you're doing this out of the goodness of your heart or you're getting like a quarter or you're getting this or like how does that work some of them um to be honest i'm we're not making a lot of money from these things okay you know? Um, you're trying to get other small businesses out there because you're who you are. Yeah, it was yeah. really, it was really for, and it was well. Originally, it was also like I was like, it's gonna aid us too because it's also gonna, um, it's uh, you know, we're gonna help each other network, right? Mm-hmm. You know, and I seen this thing happen where I'm seeing it in real time. I'm like, we can help each other, yeah. promote each other's business, and then over in the course, not just products, but just like. You know, just uh, foodie pages and things yeah. like that, or like travel travel guides and tour guides and stuff. I've seen this thing progress, and we can help each other's business ends work tenfolds for us. Well, I haven't seen those products anywhere else yet, so like you're introducing me to those products every time I show up there. Mm-hmm. See, so that's that's a great thing for those other small businesses, right. I, th- I believe. Yeah. Is that something you want to expand on maybe in the future? Or? Oh, yeah. Every, every yeah. single day I'm thinking about different things with okay, small cool. businesses. and I I just love doing that. Right on. Very cool. Yeah. All right. How do you stay competitive in the poke market? We, I'm, to be honest, this is this is true too. Yeah. It might sound like I always heard like uh, you know you have to always look at your competitors and stuff like that. But from day one, I never look concentrate on anyone else but just me and my wife. You know, and then focus we, on what you're doing. Yeah. You know, well, and for another thing, we're we're very far out too. So yeah, ge- geographically, it's like we don't really have. No, a second. There's other people that do poke around us. But I just wanted to create different things and it became a niche thing. I don't know. Just things just happened on yeah. on its own. But I just was never really looking at that. I see it because I was told also at one time because I have a habit mm-hmm. of looking at everybody else. You do, yeah. you do. And and someone had come to me and I don't actually remember right now. I go, just focus on what you're doing. What is what you're doing amazing? Does people tell you that? Oh yeah, yeah, all the time. Well then, stop yeah. looking all over the place. Don't worry keep, about yeah, it. Yeah, keep I doing what you're doing. That. You're gonna be stuck in the same place if you're just looking at other people and you're yeah. like, you, you know, you're. But if you concentrate on yourself and you just, you know, then you can work on yourself. Right. So. I agree with that I agree with mindset. That. I really like it. Yeah. And just as a follow up to that question, do you have a big social media presence? 
Can people uh, find you online? Oh, uh, yeah, you can follow us on Instagram, Rise Poker Shack. There we go. <laughs> right on. <laughs> All right. What advice would you give to someone who wants to start a small food business? Uh, any small business. Any small business. Just, <laughs> Don't. Yeah, yeah. You know, so that's that's when we're talking about like the um, <sighs> business students that came over. There was actually a professor that came over, and he wanted me to talk to the business students and tell them how terrible and things <laughs> it's, it's not it's not what it seems and stuff, you know. Yeah. But from my experience, you know, like from having uh, th- from like doing different stuff and construction on and, and and to now, yeah, it's always been it's been fascinating for me. You know, I just wanted more business all the time, and that's a struggle. But I mean, there's always things happening. You just got you got when things happen, you just gotta find ways to take care of it. I think when you're in your own business. I don't think you, I, I don't, I don't know how you feel about right. it or you too, but how amazing that the, the fact is that you've started your own thing. It's a huge right. accomplishment. Like it's a huge, like yeah. I don't think people understand, like I don't, I almost never give myself a pat on the back and mm-hmm. it's just like, oh, you run your own business? Oh, you do this? You control your own destiny? You right. can work one day and not if you decide? Yeah, but That's we work. We work constantly, though. <laughs> no, I hear you. I, like I like after you leave, I'm gonna be looking at emails, yeah. right? So Jade works yeah. constantly I do. too. Yeah. And wait, how many years have you been doing your Jeep tour business? Fifteen years. Yeah, fifteen and years. And it still yeah. hasn't slowed down. Dang, I was not born slowed. fifteen years ago. Yeah, I mean, I want to <laughs> <I wanna> retire. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my All God. right. Okay. So, what's it like running the business with Connie? I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. you keep alluding to how well you two work together, which is kind of rare, to be honest. Right. It's you're really lucky that you two can click yeah. and just be together all the time. But can you just talk a little bit about what it's like? That's the glorified version, but we all have, you know, troubles, right? But then we just overcome them, and we don't get stuck in one place. You problem you know? solve. Yeah, we Love and there's problems everywhere. So, but me for the majority, we're, you're gonna look at the majority of things. Yeah, me and Connie have a great working relationship, and it's seamless into our family life. And we take that back into the family life where if she needs something. I just like in the pokey in our our little, our little food truck, we kind of just don't need to talk sometimes. We just know what each other needs. Yeah. <laughs> and at home, it's the same way. That's really cool. Yeah. Who cooks at home? Before I used to, but yeah. then nowadays I think the pokey shack is taking over. Yeah. So now she does all the other cooking. Well. I mean, we'll take turns, but she does a lot of cooking now. Because when I worked in the restaurant business, I was freaking cooking all day. <laughs> I did not want to come and cook. I was getting McDonald's or Subway. Yeah. Because I ain't doing it. Right. So how does that, I mean, and plus your hands are in, well, you got gloves on. Right, right. See, when I was working in the restaurant, we didn't wear gloves. Yeah. So our hands smelled <laughs> every day. <laughs> so, like, how, like, so do you just decide? You know, I don't. Do you just say we eat? We, out we don't lot. feel like cooking, yeah, right? We, exactly. We, we eat out a lot, but then there, we we. I'm gonna say this, uh, and I'm, I know Connie feels the same way. We love home cooked meals. I do too. Yeah, we love it, and it's like something we want our children to be brought up to. And it's like we, um, I don't know. It's we you have to come over. Yeah, I'm Sicilian. Do you guys know that? Can we have Sicilian pizza at your house? I can. Oh my gosh. Oh. Oh. He makes the best Italian food in Dude, the world. Yeah, uh. my, my great grandmother was Just a Sicilian my chef. Over. <laughs> yeah, so anytime, like, especially around the holidays, like, I make the most amazing Sicilian meals, and you guys are always welcome to come over and eat with us. We're going to come over. Yes, yeah, so <laughs> I would really love, just, just bring a good bottle of wine, everything oh, else right. is on yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, easy, easy. <laughs> <laughs> right on. All right, how do you maintain consistency in the quality of your poke? See, that's why we don't have workers, too. Yeah, right. That's why we don't have workers. Like, we're looking at everything constantly. It's our baby, and we really want our customers to enjoy it. You know, and I don't know if workers would feel the same. 
Yeah. You know? So because it's, like, it's not their business that exactly. they started from nothing. I baby, know. And these are people that we, we love, you yeah. know? See, that's such a hard thing, though, because I uh, I look at it, and I'm at, eventually you're going to, you're just three years in, but mm-hmm. it's going to come to a point where you're probably going to have to figure out what you're going to do, how you're going to turn it over. Maybe the right. kids. I don't know what's going to happen. We but talk about exit strategy. Ex- okay. <laughs> yes, you have to because it's just like, because it's going to give you like a... Yeah anxiety it's like you know we want this to be consistent after right. we've retired how but do not we do even that? that like weed when he <laughs> hires a new tour guy oh you should God. see you should see the interview questions he asks them yeah, he drills yeah. that <laughs> I, dr- I, drill I can them. imagine now i never knew this side of weed yeah i i, I asked like Yes, like if you not work related questions. I put <laughs> well. What I do is, let's say I have I. It's usually four pages long. Four oh pages God. long of questions. I quit already. I, <laughs> right, right, and 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 what I do on each page, I put a star at that particular question. If you get it at least two out of those four or five questions wrong, yeah. that's it. Oh my <laughs> Yeah. So sometimes you don't even get past that. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, you uh, for for some reason, I'm like. I don't know if you believe in these energy levels and stuff, but I feel like I was uh, like a major screw up. I, I don't know. My, my wife always told me no. But like, <laughs> but like, I she feel like. She loves you. Yeah, no, she, like she, I, like I told you the truth. Like I, so here's another one. I, I graduated high school with a 1.3. Shut up. I did. Um, um, but when she came into my life, she told me I was very smart. And, broke and now you're up. a. 3.8. I went to architecture school. I graduated <laughs> with a 3.9. Yeah, right on. You, you beat me. You yeah. beat me. I had a 3.8. And then, <laughs> and top, yeah. So, but then our architecture school was very competitive too. So yeah. like I was, it, it was from from there to there, just seeing self belief and someone believing in you and you believing in yourself. It's like I'm not. It's it's very like you can talk about it very romantically, but this yeah. is, it, it was happening. In, in, with within myself. You can change your world having somebody totally. believe in you. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. That's awesome. That's amazing. All right. So, what do you enjoy most about running your own poke business? Uh, everything we just said. Yeah. But what yeah. <laughs> like, if you have to pick one thing that's most satisfying, is it seeing the long lines of people waiting outside for your poke, or what is it? I guess it changes. You know, it does change. Like, it depends on our, our goals are constantly changed, short-term goals, and then that becomes happiness when I conquer them. That's cool. But if you're talking about like just like in general, it's me and my wife for we. <laughs> we get to spend a lot of time together. That's for sure. Like, it's like seamless. That's why you know. And and she took her her little uh, her her girls trips. Uh, you know, she gets the girls trips out to Vegas and stuff like yeah. that. You know. But for the most part, we always talk about it, and we we're just very proud of what we've accomplished. We're not we're not we don't have like a major business or anything like yeah. that. But like to be so happy. In anything that you're doing or anywhere in life, that's yeah. a huge accomplishment. I was doing so much different things, but to have an all-time high and something so small, I think that's a huge accomplishment in itself. Huge. 100%. Yeah. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So how do you stay connected with your community and build relationships with customers? Mm. Do you get to know your customers? Do you have a lot of regulars? Yeah. Aside from weed? Yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I see them I see them when I'm over there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. We have a lot. We've met so much good people and like they become closer to us than like i, I just couldn't ever imagine you know and uh, we get inspired by people i'm inspired by you guys too you know like i'm right on. i'm seeing Thank like I, 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 was, I was driving here i was like i want to ask wade so much questions like, <laughs> <laughs> like, but it's all unfolding now 
but like right I get interested and inspired by people yeah. around me and I'm surrounding myself with these good people and my, my wife we're just building off of these things and it's just it's I'm, I'm, am I answering questions right now? I'm no. Went totally off topic. I'm going to ask you a question connected to this one, but okay. I, you, you are on social media a lot. Pretty much you are running social media. You both take turns, or is it just you? Mostly just me. Mostly just yeah. you. Yeah, I'll, I'll put her in the video too, but it's mostly just me. Okay. Now, how, do you, how are you able to manage that? Because obviously you talk to customers right. and make connections online too, but mm -hmm. it's pretty much right now, it's Instagram. Right and no youtube stuff no my daughter started a tiktok thing but we don't really okay that much so you wouldn't do like uh start what i'm saying is that mm. i had been huge on youtube a long time ago mm -hmm. stop that i run like what is it how many groups and pages you do have I run? so many 50 50 i can't Dang. do it i cannot Dang. do it I run the Haiku Stairs, the Stairway to Heaven page. Oh, my goodness. And no one God. would even know this. <laughs> but now they do. <laughs> now they do. But what I'm saying is that I've pretty much, I've just slowly, like, I pretty much have given up. The door, the, the, the page is just a dormant. Because right. you're only because one person. I don't you have can't time do it anymore. All. Yeah. yeah. I so, recognize that with myself. So too. I imagine you, yeah. right now, Instagram, right. but are you going to expand anything else? Like, would you we go did. ahead and do, like, YouTube videos of you guys making poke and the different kinds? We and just started talking about that. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to go on, a, um, a, a, like, a, um, a vacation soon. I'll okay. Tell, I can tell you. Our, my goal was to start a foodie page because what I realized yeah. was, remember we are talking about, like, supporting local businesses mm -hmm. and stuff? the foodie page and, and stuff for traveling and things. Yeah. I want to help. I've met a lot of tourists, and mm -hmm. that, you know, and we've created relationships with people that not even are from the island anymore. We still keep in contact. And then I think a lot of people when they're coming here, they want some information. And I think it'll be a great way for us to help not just them, but also local businesses yeah. for how local people can travel outside. And it's just, it seems like it's fun for us to do it because I'm already doing it on Instagram. So like when yeah. I was talking about seamless things. Well, I see you making videos of like you just eating at the house and tasting all these wonderful things. Right. I don't know what the hell you're eating. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm going like, what is that? I want to try that. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I think that would be cool to do more videos like that because yeah. that would get people interested in like, he looks like he's enjoying that thing. Yeah. So I want to enjoy that too. I want to, I want to know what that is. Yeah, yeah. Know? Yeah. So, yeah, I think that'd be good if you did that. Yeah, thank yeah, you. Right yeah, on. Very Definitely cool. Start yeah. All right, what are some of your favorite poke combinations to make and eat? And also, maybe you could share what the Wade special is. <laughs> <laughs> I do go back to, like, just straight Hawaiian-style poke a lot. Yeah. You know, I eat poke a lot every day. You eat it every day? Almost every day okay. when I get the time. Uh, but mm -hmm. I do, I, I, I fast. Un I've been fasting, actually. Mm-hmm. It's more unintentional. If I don't eat usually in the morning, I just don't get the chance to eat all day. And then for a while, I started realizing that I've been fasting and then I've been feeling great, you know? But how have, you, how have you not gotten sick of poker yet? Like, I mean, eating it. Why? So when we first started, some yeah. we've, I've already made contacts with other businesses. I was yeah. never afraid to ask for help. And I wanted insight. And they said the first thing one of my friends told me, um, he said, you're going to get tired of poker third month. And it's been almost three years, and I'm thinking wow. about poke right now. As we're talking, we're talking about poke, and I'm getting hungry. You really love it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah. I do love Hawaiian style poke, like Hawaiian yeah. salt, inamona, some limu, and uh, yeah, I go back to. Where it. do you get your limu from? Kohuku. Awesome. Yeah, Kohuku. Wow, nice. that's awesome. Okay, so we're gonna take one more break, and then we're gonna come back, and we're gonna get into personal stuff. Perfect. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. Hawaii is one of the most beautiful places on earth. An 808 cleanup intends on keeping it that way. The 501c3 environmental nonprofit's main mission is restoring Hawaii's natural beauty for its local community and visitors. 
808 Cleanup empowers volunteers to conduct decentralized cleanups through the Adopt-A-Site campaign, responding to littering and vandalism of Hawaii's natural spaces, tagging and graffiti removal, saving Hawaii's indigenous ecosystem, and building sustainable solutions with local communities and nonprofit partners. If you love Hawaii and wish for its beauty to remain for generations to come, consider donating to a great cause and supporting 808 Cleanup's mission to keep Hawaii clean from Mauka to Makai at 808cleanups.org. All right, we are back. We're going to start getting to some personal questions so we could get in trouble and go down a dark path. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> the dark side. I'm going to actually, This is the, the first one is going to be the hardest because uh. I am getting infuriated and frustrated with this. I don't know if you are. You seem to be a lot kinder, gentlemen. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What do you make of the bastardization of poke across the country and around the world and what the hell they're putting in it? Like, well, we already answered this. Really? Like, we, we're talking about... Soybeans like, and we, corn? We eat what we like, right? <laughs> So he does yeah. have a very yeah. kind answer. People, yes, People this is way like too that. kind, you dude. Know, so, like, an example is if, you know, like, they like it like that, I can't tell them that my way is better because they're going to It's like, we're all different people here. But if you're looking yeah. at it, the, the, the question was what's, like, authentic. I mean, even Polka in Hawaii, like, we're talking about what's authentic, what the shoyu and stuff, you know? Yeah. It depends on what your definition is. But what's better, when I say we make Polka the best way, it's really the Polka the best way for us. But when you say that, when mm-hmm. you say... Poke the best way for you. Right. There's people around the world that have never had poke, right. and it's being made for them, and they don't know that it does not usually taste like that, right? right. So there's three things in Hawaii I have a serious issue with. Mm-hmm. One, Kona coffee. Two, Hawaiian shave ice. Three, poke. Those have been bastardized around the world. I see it. Kona is supposed to be at least 40% or more to be considered Kona, yet they're selling it at 10%. Okay. Yeah. Not, that's not Kona coffee. Yeah. What's the legal one? You have like 10%? has to be 40% or more to be technically oh, Kona shoot. coffee. Oh, so all around the world, it's 10%. So there, someone's tasting coffee that's not Kona coffee, right? <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. A sh- you, know an, you know a shaved ice in a snow cone. Yeah. There's a huge cones. difference. It's like literally taking uh, cubes of ice and just shattering them. And it's you bite it, dude. Yeah. And all the flavor sinks to the bottom and they think, oh, because someone in California said it's Hawaiian shave ice, but they've never had a real one. Definitely using that Hawaiian thing for, for selling. Okay, for sure, this for is sure. what I'm getting at You're because right. there's a place in France that sells poke mm-hmm. and they said with soybeans, corn, and carrots on it and a little <laughs> of, uh, you know, poke. They're the best place. They're the best place right. and they make Hawaii poke better than Hawaii. Well, that's a big statement. It's you a know? big claim. Yeah. So, like, how yeah. do you really? I mean, this is your business. You yeah. have a. I've seen that post too. You did. Yeah. That upsets me. <laughs> <laughs> but like, no. So my, my, I feel like, yeah, you know, like there was. So we, the only time it affects me. Yeah. It would be if we had like a, a bad review on it. So we did have a bad review before, and the guy said. I can't believe that you put um you, n- you never put chicken and beef and corn. you don't have vegetables and fruits and then they I was must like, be from like Oregon Portland or something. I, no, I wasn't I wasn't as upset as I yeah. was sad. Uh, sad. Okay, yeah, I, I hear you. I was what more sad if anything. I was like because this is the way. Of, I, Did I want, you see that? Yeah. He, he was sad. I was sad. I That's was sad where you two it. are different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you may have a lot in common, but we we Amanda, just angry. Yeah. He was sad. I was. I was, I was like, it was a mix of emotions, like anger, sadness, you know. And, but like, I was like, I was. You know, I'll I'm just angry. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> constant angry. 
<laughs> but then yeah it's like i can't tell him that it's it's wrong because he was disappointed yeah so i mean like but if we had like an argument about it yeah and it depends on the argument like we're talking about then yeah i can go down that route you know let me give you my perspective because i have customers from all over the world right, right. and i said we're going to go get some poke right, right. coming to you mm-hmm. oh i've had that before was wasn't good right and then i find out where they got it from <laughs> i go it's because you didn't have poke you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so you, not, not I'm not saying this in any type of way, but right. you probably have been, probably people have passed by you mm-hmm. because they've had really bad experiences somewhere else because it's been bastardized. Maybe. And they don't know what really good poke is. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, Maybe. Sure. So that's kind of like I feel these are the types of things that should have committees <laughs> yeah you know you can't yeah. bastardize poke don't do well, that i see you know? all over the mainland too like i've, I've yeah I've made foodie friends from all over especially in yeah. california yeah and then they say like you know like our grocery marts have the best poke but if you ask for a, a, a good portion of locals buy poke from the grocery yeah. mart but um if they're like real foodies from what my experience the foodies are going to say that's just terrible. Wait, you know? so what right. do you think of Foodland Poke? Yeah, you're nice. I like oh, it. I, I love I love Foodland. I used to buy it all the time. Okay. Yeah. But then when, yeah. Now that me and my wife have a, have a poke shop with fresh fish. Yeah, yeah. you know the difference. It's, it's more economical for us, too. And, like, you know, um, it was cheap for us, too. And we were right there. I can buy beers and stuff. Yeah, it's like, yeah. you know, I was looking at all those aspects, right? Yeah. Um, Should you have a beer with poke? Oh, beer and everything. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fish and beer, right? Okay. Other than poke, can you mention your top five foods that you love to eat in Hawaii? Oh, I, I can't. Can you name two or three? Oh, in 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 our state that you eat that you eat local that you foods. that you like oh, to eat? Yeah, you know, let's say a local moko. Let's say oh yeah, I see. I tend to lao go back lao. to local Let's say this. Yeah. So local you know, would definitely be in a top five for you. Yeah, it's like comfort. So like I love spam musubis, but it's, it's more I can Musubi. drive and eat it too. Yeah. Okay. You know, it's like. Like Something like we're talking a, about the functional yeah, stuff. Yeah, we're talking right? about yeah. like, you yeah. know, uh, beef curry or uh, yeah. manapua, whatever. Like, what would you. Lao, love tripe stew. What did I you say? Tripe stew. Wow. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. I okay, get a that's good cool, one. dude. Yeah. Okay. So but we're talking about local food. Why don't you explain to her yeah. what that is? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's stew and there's tripe in it, right? Yeah, well, she my, my, should know what tripe is. My popo, <laughs> with, my popo like, that's my grandmother. Yeah. She would make tripe stew. and There you go. And that was my. It's the innards. Yeah, <laughs> it's the intestine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's also I tell everybody like I was very fortunate to have been raised in Hawaii. Yeah, even though like I feel like I never had like the full thing. Yeah, like we we're talking about before, but it's more than most. So yeah. I was exposed to a lot more ethnic foods. Okay, from what I see from outside. What's your favorite sweetie? Like, what's your favorite sweets? Like maybe one or two of the, your favorite sweets. They go, oh, I want to go. The, I want to go get a night. Drinking a lot of uh, milkshakes lately. <laughs> milkshakes. Uh, yeah. From where? Uh, from Thirty One Baskin Robbins. Really? Nice. So you've been going to Baskin Robbins? We love Baskin Robbins. I love. Uh, yeah. I love yeah. the mint I never chocolate used chip. To. Chocolate and chip then, yeah. yeah. Nowadays, I'm just starting to get into that habit, and we're using our kids <laughs> as excuses. But like a like a local thing. Is there a local thing? Do you like malasadas? Do you like like oh. poi uh, mochi poi donuts? Do you oh, like we, those type of? We things? love it all. But um, okay. my wife really likes halo halo and stuff. So we'll what is that? that? Explain that, because I bet you a lot of people aren't going to know what it's that a is. Filipino dessert. Okay. Um, she likes the ube ice cream, which is like the. Oh sweet. yeah, okay, we yeah. love that yeah. too. You get all the jellies in it and the beans and everything <laughs> yeah. like that. But yeah, we eat poi mochi. She loves poi mochi. Love okay. that too. Yeah. <laughs> right on. So you guys are definitely sweet people. So okay. Yes. Right on. <laughs> okay. If you could live anywhere in Hawaii, any island or any town, where would it be? First of all, That's would tough. okay. Yeah. First, let's start off with this. 
if you could go to any island, would you stay on Oahu? Or would you decide yeah, to go? Yeah, stay on Oahu. You, no matter yeah. Oahu would be for you. too much family over here. Okay. So, you know? And then, would it be Kaneohe? Oh, yeah. It would be Kaneohe. Now, yeah. I'm thinking all these places is why. You know, but well, Kaneohe, if it's any place. Any place yeah, that money I'll, is not an object, would, would it still be, be Kaneohe? Kaneohe? Yeah. And if it's, like, in this time in life right now, it would be Kaneohe. But, like, back, if you talk to me, like, five years ago, yes. I'd be like, you know, I would love to be in... I would love to be your neighbor, weird, actually. Yeah, Hawaii. <laughs> yeah. It's a little but, dry over here. A little yeah. dry over here sometimes. But, like, it, like life is changing, you know? And it's, yeah. it's always going to change. So, what is it, other than family, what is it about Kaneohe? Can you just discuss, like, is it Kaneohe is beautiful. Right. Why is yeah. it beautiful? Why, why do the both of you believe that Kaneohe is beautiful? So, what is it about it? Well, okay, so when we're talking about, like, just, just right now in my life, we yeah. just drove to your house. Yeah. That, I was like, oh, shoot, we're here already, you know? And we'll be, also on that note, we, we drive very far, so th- even though if it was a 30 minute drive mm. it was like that was fast for us but if we were to drive to work it would be another what 30 or 40 minute that's yeah. quick you know so like yeah. just transport alone is great but Kanye is it's just beautiful when I grew up I was always looking at the mountains yeah. and then I kind of took it for granted but when I came back like later on you get older that I realized I was always staring at these nice powerful mountains when I was growing yeah. up yes. the the weather was always just really nice you know and um, yeah. it was always cool sometimes it get hot and stuff I never have AC Yeah, but uh it was, it was, it was it's just it's that mountain range man it everybody is. is so and it's not, it's just so beautiful to see the koolau right there and then just and then you have the bay right behind you so have I you guys been out to the sandbar oh yeah, yeah. okay you've been out there for a few times i okay. agree with you yeah. if i could live anywhere on oahu it would be kaneohe I, I just love kaneohe yeah. like it wasn't always like that growing up People always never want to move Kanye. Isn't that oh, nuts? I yeah. love it. Nowadays, everyone want to move there. It shows in the prices. Yep. It is something. <laughs> yeah, I know. But it is something about the Kolaos. They're it just magical. About it. Yeah. Everybody found out. They're, they're getting Everybody tricked. found yeah. out. They're like, really tricked too easy. Oh, we, went, we went to the beach today. Everybody found out where that beach is, damn it. I yeah. know. I'll tell you. I don't know where these people are coming from, man. But they're coming <laughs> from everywhere. Okay, what would you consider the number one challenge with living in Hawaii, for it'll be, it'll what be is what is prices? Okay, yeah, it'll be prices. I'm Would talking it be? for the every, yes. everybody. Yes, yeah, it could be. In, yeah, in Hawaii, it'll be prices. I was working three jobs. The cost of living. Yeah. yeah, the cost of living. I was picking up trash before we. I was a man of a trash picking hat too. So <sighs> you gotta yeah. do what you gotta I'd do. Fix, I'd fix things like I, it wasn't like like yeah. cans and stuff, you know. But yeah. I'd grab things and I'd utilize. Uh, I, I love fixing up stuff and I'll refabricate them or I'll make them like sell it on Craigslist or something. And I was, I was like, I'm going to make a business out of this thing. Oh, I love okay. doing it. I was, uh, yeah. Wow, that's interesting. But I was doing that and so much things just to keep up. Yeah. I mean, I always say that, especially today, you got to have at least like one main job and a side job. Yep. At least. And that was before COVID. Now I think that you got to at least have two jobs. <laughs> I true. told my wife we'll never be on the streets though because I'm just not, I'm not lazy. Yeah, I'm always well, yeah. doing something. Right, and I'm going to be figuring out a way. I'm just like like fixing things. Yeah, if something's not working. I'm going to do something else. I'm going to try a million different things. Well, why do you think people in Hawaii are okay with living like this? Because uh, we love it here. Yeah, we right. Love it here. It's they yeah. don't want to move a lot. There were some people want to move. Like I have friends that wanted to move away from the island. You know, it can be you can be complacent over here. Yeah, I'm going to say I'm happily complacent though. Okay, okay. You run run your own business, so that's very hard to be complacent. Yeah. You know, and uh, but we always tell everybody that listens to the show, too. We're always like, we could be struggling. Right. I'd I'd rather struggle here than 
be making good money in Vegas? I, Do you hear what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I, we were struggling here, and we were, me and my wife were actually thinking about moving to Vegas at one point. I had job offers in my architecture field. Damn, you didn't tell me and to see that. Okay. Yeah. I was already asking, and there were people were wanting to interview and stuff. It was a, it was a strong topic. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, things that were happening so fast, and then eventually you're weighing those things out, you know, like my it's beautiful raising a family over here and like right. we're just talking about food our, our kids are going to be raised with diverse food i think that infects your mindset so you're food gonna be more culture open with people everything you're going to be more, more open with ideas yeah you're, you're just food relate or everything is relatable you know that's just with food where's the aloha spirit coming from yeah. <laughs> it's coming <laughs> from everywhere. you right or what do you see around the islands like where, where's this coming from i guess Sorry. it comes from the kanaka and the hawaiian people but mm -hmm. It's just, it's. Does, does it start well, in us? I think it's just, yeah. So when I went to the, I used to do some sales and stuff. Uh, it was just a past job with my, uh, my friend Danny. When I went up there, people are just, uh, they're not, they're, they're nice people, but the mindset is a little bit more different. Like I would say, it'll be like, um, they're not gonna hold the door for you. Right. You know, but um, over here, it's almost like, if it's frowned upon if you don't hold the door for, for someone or you know it's just like you should it's just like uh, you it's like, like the shaka thing no one See what he said shaka. you should yeah, yeah you, you should that? just do that's, that that's what you i want to hear you when, should. when you when you're gonna change a lane you say thank you yeah in the mainland you, even our friends from here that are in, in vegas they say oh you don't don't ever do that don't ever show shaka <laughs> don't shaka them like you know your mindset shifts you know that, no that's it's a, true yeah. we talk about it all the time it's we do talk yeah. about it a lot but like it just becomes culture and what's accepted and then you become it but so it's, it's yeah it's and it could change over here too yeah, yeah. yeah. no it's true yeah. and it's something that's so special about living here though right because you realize that when you travel you just don't see it everywhere else yeah yeah i mean we have a lot of people that that come here and visit and they get this in thing and mm -hmm. it's they love a spirit right and they have to come back right and we're living it every day i think i think they see it in all of us here right. no matter how maybe down the dumps we are or how great we're doing right the aloha spirit is you know what i mean mm -hmm. it's still there 100 yeah right on <laughs> all right last question you ready i'm ready what would you consider the number one challenge with running a small business um what is is, is it financing is it money is it is it uh well, just the like like we're working the eight days it was money in the beginning yeah but it wasn't a problem because i was happy you know so like i, I don't know like i when when problems came up it just never stood there so long where it became a problem okay my wife would know that i'll just fix it so like i just I, fixed it okay <laughs> after listening to this whole interview yeah. i've kind of figured out ryan yeah. doesn't see challenges as problems he just doesn't no you he grow just works from through them. Yeah, yeah i tell everybody that you're gonna grow from, you're, you're gonna run to the problem this is a local mentality yeah. see like like someone who comes here from somewhere else who just maybe has like i have had different thoughts in my head when i i grew up in boston it's not you know it's a whole different world right oh, yeah. and i cannot i've done everything in my power to get the majority of that out of my body it's in you it's in, <laughs> it yeah it's like wherever you're born whatever you've grown up doing that's just uh, the way it is right and for it to be as simple as what he just said is like so true right but so difficult for me to understand <laughs> You need to hang out with Wade you're a gonna, little more. Everyone's going to run into... I'm, okay, I'm going to run into a problem probably tomorrow. Yeah, okay. Like, am I going to make it a positive thing or a negative... Can I, am I going to like make this bring me down? Are you telling me I have to stop blaming God for my problems? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'll start yeah. doing that tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, right on, Ryan. 
great having you on the show. Oh, that was thanks. really yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah. awesome. And yeah. Uh, what we do at the end of every show, we all say a big shoots. Can we do all that? Do that together, and I want you to do it too. Shoots. Are you ready? <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's exactly Mark. Oh, that's Mark. Mark. We have another guy that came no, on. Mark and did told that. me to do that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we're ready. Yeah. All right. Shoots. Shoots. Oh God. There we go. That was perfect, man. Aloha. Uh, right on. Aloha. <laughs> Is that it? Ah, that's that's the it. Oh, all right. That was fun. Yeah. I can't wait for Sicilian pizza now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Got that wine coming back. There wouldn't be so very much to do. I would linger a while and just gaze into your lovely eyes of blue. Then I'd walk for a mile and come running back to be with you. There, the waves would make a pair of willing slaves of you and me forever. And for days and days and days, we'd never gaze out where the ships go sailing by. On a coconut island, I'd like to be a castaway with you. On a coconut island, where we could make our dreams come true. On the coconut island, I'd like to be a castaway with you. Ooh, on the coconut island, there wouldn't be so very much to do. Ooh, I would linger a while and just gaze into your lovely eyes of blue. Ooh, and I'd walk for a mile and come running back to be with you. Where the ships go sailing by On Coconut Island I'd like to be a castaway with you Coconut Island, baby We could make our dream come true, baby When you speak of Aloha, it's all the above All the good, yeah? So that opens a right way range Aloha. Whether it's Pono, Mikai, still the same. I don't care how you look at it, it's still Aloha. Be Pono, be righteous. Okay, okay, Aloha. 
I love you And I wanna take it higher I wanna 